0: Welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Steve Bauer, editor for Fender Bender, and with me today is Drew Bryant, owner of DB Orlando Collision and one of Fender Bender's 2022 Best Workplace winners. Welcome, Chris. Congratulations on the award, and we're so happy to have you with us today. Happy to be here. Excellent. Well, let's get right into um, the article that um, was written about you in Vendor Benders um, March issue. Um, I want to start with kind of your background, and you come from a different background from a lot of body shop owners. Can you explain a little bit about uh, where you know where you spent a lot of your career and how that you know how you were able to transform that into the business that you have today? which is, uh, in the back of, uh, uh, of a pair of of all places, <laughs> and, uh...
1: amongst uh you know 30 40 people that are running a physical location but as i got into the later stages um you know i was i was a fish out of the water and at the table and, 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 and exposed to people that technically had phds in restaurant management and i was i was so outside of my league but i didn't recognize at the time what i was absorbing um that i could apply you know to to a, a business that was. So,
0: uh, you know, completely inconsistent with, with the restaurant world, such as a body shop, right? Gotcha. And uh, let me springboard off that. Now, you are, from everything I've read, you are very much a process-driven individual when it comes to your business, correct? Yeah. And let me just, for our readers out there, when I say you, you mean business when it comes to process-driven, I mean, and I... They can read the article when it comes out, but, I mean, give me some examples of things that, I mean, you probably won't see in most shops that you would see, you know, at DB Orlando Collision. Yeah, I mean, it, it starts
1: from the very beginning. So, I mean, you know, if we're onboarding an employee, it's, it's a definitive every single position, um, you know, whether it's a new position that we're wanting to introduce into our operation and or one that's already existing. Um, you know, we've got defined... Uh, facility tours, you know, what the definition of what that means to us, what what our expectations of them are, what their job descriptions would be, uh, any responsibilities and and who their team lead would be, um, what their team lead's responsibilities are. All those things are defined with clarity from the very beginning. Um, Outside of that, you know, each department's going to have Um, You know, posted signage of exactly what the in process uh, QC should be for each individual uh, particular RO. Um, You know, that. that And, and happy people providing good service. And that's, that's know, yeah, in a nutshell. I mean, there's a lot more moving pieces, but uh, at the end of the day,
0: it's, it's working to get it consistent, repeatable, uh, and the discipline to do it every day. Right. Now, in, in the article, I, there was one of your employees who was quoted as saying, you know, the, it, it gives you, he, it, he uses a positive. He says it gives you a sense of self-responsibility. Because you know exactly what your job duty is, it's laid out in front of you, and it, you know. He, it, to me it was almost like he said, it gives me a sense of pride, knowing that if I am at this particular station, doing this particular job, if I'm following the processes to a T, then at the end of the day, the business is going to be more successful. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah.
1: Personality-driven research from a from a personal level of that technician, um, and we really get to understand, you know, with clarity the you know how that person ticks, how they handle conflict, um, how they like to be coached, how they like to be communicated to, and then we'll communicate uh, that feedback to their team leads, and then you know uh, adversely you know, give give them the advice that they need to be able to communicate back to their team lead to be able to make for a. Uh, a cordial successful transaction of, of a minimum communication. Um, and if we start there, we found that it, 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 it creates a, 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 a interdependence toward responsibility of my individual task, And I have confidence to know that all I need to do or all I need to worry about is from A to D and somebody else. Uh, will pick up at different portions, right? Um, it, it, it will make for a, a mutual, um, you know, kind of respect and confidence throughout the process, as long as everyone's doing their piece. Uh, and yeah, it gives it instills confidence within them that says, "Look, I know that as long as I do this portion really, really well, um,
0: everything's going to everything's going to be able to work itself out, if you will." Right now, are you a big believer? And I know it, it depends on on the 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 owner, but are you a believer in hiring the right person for the job or hiring the right person in general? Where do you stand on that? Yeah, most definitely I'm going to lean to the, the, the second half of, of hiring the right person in general. I okay. mean, the, the, the exposure that we've had to personal uh, you know, personality tests
1: and, and the impact that it could have on a position, um, it's, it's probably one of the first things that we consider for a new position. I mean, if we're, if we're hiring a, a, a blueprint, uh, a apprentice or a technician to bring them into a triage department, um, we are intentionally specifically, um, you know, looking for an individual that is going, um, you know, to be, uh, owl-like tendencies, very analytical, a researcher cares about the details, very detail-oriented, and, we're, we're, we we want to teach the skill set, right? We want to we want to implement the process and put them through a routine in a consistent environment. But um, it's incredibly
0: challenging uh, for us that we found to do the complete opposite, right? Right. And have you seen? I know. I think you have seventeen employees now. Is that correct? Seventeen total. So of those seventeen, how many would you say were you know brought in and trained by you guys instead of having an outsider you know come in? Or, or maybe. Yeah, so go ahead. Out of the 17, 12 of them um, huh. have, have, have all been trained
1: within. Um, some of the 12 had some previous industry knowledge, but it was it was very uh, minor. But the 12 that we do have have um, not, not only advanced within to one position, but but majority of them have advanced at least to um, some of them four, five, six positions. So. Huh. Um, yeah the growth within is is impressive and i think all that does is support our story right so everybody that would be under them as you know as them being the team leader whatever they would be within their department um you know they're, they're they're setting examples for the rest uh you know the potential that's there for the other team members that are onboarding right as they come in it's not a bunch of smoke and mirrors and us promising them the world it's saying you know you know we've got 12 people here that you can go to for advice on uh, you know I know it seems non-traditional I know I know that you know regardless your level of exposure within this industry or this business um, this seems you know non-traditional but if you can
0: if you can grab it by the horns and you can implement discipline to make sure that you're doing your part you know you can be where I'm at kind of thing and and I think seeing that firsthand creates a, a, a sense of motivation and drive within somebody that you can't you can't pay for right yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to the old adage, you know, actions speak louder than words. You could tell me all day that I have advancement opportunities, but if I'm there for four years and I'm in the same position and I haven't learned anything, clearly, you, you know, that, that was, you know, you didn't follow through on your end. So to be able to actually see live, you know, living results as as you are going up the ladder, I think that's got to be a huge positive for any member of your staff to, to know – yeah, it's possible. You know, they do give me the tools if I'm willing to work hard and learn the process. You know, I I can move up in this place, and I can see examples of it every day. So I think I think that's great. Um, one thing I wanted to um, kind of add to that is I know based on your your past, your business past you have a very very strong work ethic and i know we it's it's pointed out in the um in the article that you know it's not uncommon for you to you know you're a shop owner you know you will work weekends and holidays but what struck me was that you're also the kind of guy who will pay attention to your employees and if you see someone who's been in the shop all weekend and they shouldn't be you know you might be one of the first people to walk over to them and say hey you know, you know, there is such a thing as a work life balance. Go home, you know, go be with your family. Uh, and there's a great story in there where um, I believe one of your co-workers wives had to leave her job um, to go. It's a personal issue, I think, with their child. And, you know, the next day the person showed up and there was the money that she lost, um, you know, from having to leave her job was on his his desk. I mean that has got if that were me as an employee you know that would would mean so much and you know how how does that how does that come about for you as someone who has such a strong work ethic to also be able to balance it out with your employees and say hey you know this isn't the end of the world you don't have to be in here every day you know you might see me in here but at the same time you have your own family so can you just kind of elaborate on that a little bit and how you I mean it had to have been um, a culture change within you as well. And sure. I mean, so if you can talk a little bit about that, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, you know, experiencing firsthand the restaurant industry was the, the first job I ever had. Yeah. And
1: I, I didn't know anything but. And, and you know, as, the higher I got, the, the higher the level of responsibility, the higher demand and time was just the byproduct, right? So naturally, I was exchanging my time for results, and, you know, at at the time, if my name was on something, whether it was, uh, you know, an audit, the orientation, whatever it would be, it was going to get done to the nines, and as I experienced that, in order to keep it at the level that I was willing to put my name on, I was exposed to 70, 80, you know, sometimes 80-plus-hour weeks, and, you know, my days off were spent.
0: Um, preparing for days on, right? right? whether it be training or writing material, etc. So that exposure to the
1: amount of time that I spent uh, at the time at a much younger age than I am now, but, um, you know, away from my family right now, today, I know, I know firsthand what that's like. Um, I know the quality of life at the time that I was living, and now I've been blessed to have children. I've got a three-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son at home. Yeah. internally, that is, if, if they're here over the weekend, or if they're, um, you know, if they're here, you know, till uh, 10, 11, midnight at night spraying cars, well, and I'm not doing my job as a leader throughout the day to give them the tooling that they need to be able to, you know, adequately set goals and and determine realistic targets that are achievable, and, and you know, what are the, how, how does the how, do the, how do the metrics bring? so that not only are you going home on time, but you're
0: going home with the thought of, man, I, I feel accomplished today. I, right. did, I did a lot, right? Yeah. I, I made a difference within the shop, right? Yeah, and I, re- I really enjoy also the fact that a big part of your shop is leadership by example. I know there are quiet leaders, there are leaders who love to give speeches. To me, you know, I, I think the reference was in your story where, you know, if someone sees you taking out the garbage, um, you know, that, that would, you know, signal to most people, you know what? I, as the owner, am not above taking the garbage out. It may not be my job, but it has to be done. And I think that, pro- you know, your employees see that. And they're like, wow, you know, uh, it, it's it's it, Drew doesn't have to do that, but there he is. Um, of all people, you could assign anyone to do it. Um, and do you think that plays a lot into it? Do you think your employees, you know, at least see that and see the effort that you're making knowing that, hey, any one of us can chip in. We're all here as a team. Yeah, I I think that becomes that old, you know, practice what you preach, right? Right.
1: You know, I I hand out goal sheets at the beginning of the year and and I I, I joke about how it's not a New Year's resolution, but when I hand them out, you know, I, 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 I tear my goal sheet off my shower within my, literally my shower wall at home and it's all tattered, and, and
0: heat has got to it, and the marker right down the front of it, but I'll bring it in <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and and demonstrate to them, listen, you know, this is how many times
1: my personal goal sheet got cleared off. That goal sheet that I'm currently working on personally within my own home, and I've got my wife using, and I'm using, is the same goal sheet that I'm handling, handing out to you. The only difference is what you're going to do with it versus what I'm doing with it. Right. And when, when they're exposed to that, that level of it's not just giving you a bunch of smoke and mirrors but um, you know we're saying look you too can have whatever it is that you want Um, let's define what it is that you want let's make sure that you understand why you tick the way you tick and then what resources do we have to help you accomplish that and it it, kind of boils down to simply that right and and as long as they can see my goodness if this guy writes it down or if he says it's going to happen Ultimately,
0: it's just a matter of time that is going to take place. Right. Um. It kind of gets them thinking, right? Is, right. Uh, what am I capable of? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's uh that, that's a, a great example. Um. I don't want to keep it too long here. You've already given me way more enough of your time than you than you needed to. But one last question I have for you, and I'll get you out of here. You know, for all of those body shop list uh, uh owners that are out there listening to you right now. You know, if you have one or two pieces of advice to help them, you know, try to get that organic culture back, or to even start it if they're a new a shop owner or they have an influx of new employees. And what would be maybe your your top two pieces of advice for them, regardless if they're new or they've owned several shops? Yeah, I mean, listen. At the core of what we do, you know,
1: although it's not easy. It is relatively simple. We boil it down. You know, as shop owners, we get up early. You know, we push our team and our family to be better. We radiate unnatural levels of self-discipline in most cases. And at the end of the day, we make success happen, right? The thought, um, you know, of of helping people uh, too many times, I think, can be misconstrued as, you know, maybe a financial donation or giving help to a program or giving help to an individual. But... If we just share our time, our, our experiences, our mindsets, um, and really intentionally mentor the team to become better people, um, ultimately I think it's going, to, it's going to speak to the environment that you're working in. If, if you're utilizing the problems and or I hate to say the word problems, but more the hurdles associated within your week, um, let's identify the hurdles. Where are you know, where are the, what were the things that held us back from delivering our targets for the week? And then constructively record that information um, to, to just come back full circle and, and make intentional time to review what's holding you back, see the consistencies, and then and then work to implement a solution together Ultimately, I think that the Bry Park at the end will, will be more and more consistent. And it'll breed um, consistency. You'll feel the change. It'll be a positive change instead of just the, the mundane nine to five, you know, a different flavor of the week that, that no one's holding each other accountable for. And ultimately, if, if we're working on each individual within the business uh, and, and it becomes that interdependence toward, um, you know, uh,
0: personal development,
1: personal growth the mutual feeling of the team um,
0: just becomes greater. That's great. That's, that is fantastic advice. Uh, well, Drew, I'll let you go again. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to, to chat with me today. I know I've learned a lot. And again, I want to congratulate you on being uh, one of Fenderbender's 2022 best workplaces. Um, so congrats on that. Uh, and I, again, just want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me. I am Steve Bauer and this is Collision Cast and we will talk to you next week.